Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hide the kids and pop the top on a cold one. Coming to you from the Riverbank studio in Nitro, West Virginia, please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. Welcome to the Section 34 Podcast, where we're drinking beers, talking ears, and uh, coming back from a, I'd say, kind of a little break. We played that Sunday, and after that, season came to an end, so... Abruptly. In, yeah, instead of coming just, back coming back Sunday, we just decided to, to take a little... Well, we were going to record on Monday, but we just said the hell with it. Yeah. We had to lick our wounds a little bit. Um, that was a quite a disappointing end to the season. You expect anything less? Not with the Kinda, way the second half of the season I, I was mean, going, no. I don't know. Guard one guy. You knew it coming in. How about don't throw the ball to the other team, too? How about after you get scored on with about four, 13, 14 minutes left in the first half and it goes to a TV timeout, how about you don't drop your head and uh, immediately let everyone in the world know you've quit? Who was that? You know exactly who that was, and he's done it for the last month. Emmett. No. Derek. Yep. I knew it was one of the two. About 14 minutes, 13, 14 minutes left, somewhere in that in that time frame. Syracuse came down, got a bucket, TV timeout. They scored on Culver, head drops. I said, you got to get him out. He's done. And he never showed back up. You did text that. Never showed back up. He played about 10 to 15 good minutes the whole tournament, the whole postseason. That's generous. You talking about the Big Twelve tournament too? Because I know he yeah, didn't get I'm, ten I'm, or twelve. He, he's minutes. talking both the second half of the Moorhead game. Mm-hmm. He played all right, um, but yeah, you didn't get much out of him. Didn't get much out of Taz Sherman. Um, it was, not a good postseason for the Mountaineers. It was three people: Gabe Saboyan, McNeil, McBride. Yep. I mean those. I mean those guys those came three to play. Showed up. Um, the rest of the guys, I don't, I don't know. Well, it, it's Jalen Bridges had a hell of a game. It reads against pretty Morehead. simple, doesn't it? If you watch their little social media actions, they were all so upset to be there. It was such well, a, such a whack trip. What Feed you said, Yost, we should have seen it coming because what happened against Syracuse is what happened the whole year. Every time we lost, we couldn't get a stop down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, we got back in the game, came back, um, and just left fucking Bayheim wide open. How about that? You you know who they're either, going to. Either tie or take the lead with about eight minutes left. All the momentum's about to change, and you leave the best shooter maybe in the tournament until last night wide open because you don't know who you're guarding. And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And he's out. Surprising that he, he left. Because I'm he, not surprised. I'm not, I, think, I, I bet you Huggins where, had a little conference. Yeah, where's he going to go? I don't, I don't know. I mean, let's be honest here, and this is not throwing salt to the wound. Or, or this is this is a guy who has the ready ability to be 
probably the, he's probably the only player on that roster who has a legit shot at being something in the NBA with his body type and his athleticism. And when he shows up, we're ten times better team than what we are. Yeah. Any other day of the week, and I've said that, and I, I'm a fan of his, and I wish him the best of luck. But if you're honest with yourself, he probably should have been the third man off the bench all season long. Yeah, I mean, with Emmett, you get in a season, honestly, two games. three. Yeah, I was going to say three at most, where he balls out. Other than that, he gets a very quiet ten points. I don't even know that he gets ten a game. I think if you looked his averages up, he's probably around seven and Is like he? probably around seven and five, maybe a game. I don't have a problem with his offense. His defense is not good enough. Uh, none of them play defense. Couple guys, mm, Gabe. yeah, but you're playing five on two, right? right. So right. everything looks open when you got two guys who can play D and three who can't. So then it looks like your entire team can't play D, and then when your coach comes out and says this is the worst defensive team, no one's getting any credit for good D. So even the two guys that are playing good D, you're getting slighted because the other three guys around you can't or won't. Guys just don't do what they're told to do in the scouting report. I mean, Huggins said it flat out after the game. They were told not to switch screens, and they're out there switching screens. It's all That's unacceptable. It all relates back to, I think, basketball IQ. The way basketball is played now. Well, yeah. When you're coming up now, you're not playing a team concept. You are you're playing you're getting are you talking AAU yeah because that's what basket that's where basketball is dominated now on the AAU scene so what they do is that you go and you get the five best guys you can get put them on a team and say ball out their one-on-one's gonna beat those other five guys one-on-one are you talking AAU or yes yeah I just okay. said that <laughs> okay I didn't know are if you, you were talking college yet because thank you no the team concepts in college the best teams in college basketball play a team basketball in a team basketball well yeah, right but, you're seeing okay. that now with what's left so for the most part of the tournament they and most of them are mid-majors yeah who have well and that's you know why, why that they're works? succeeding and you know yeah. why that works yeah. because they have guys who don't dominate the aau scene they're lowerly they're they're lower recruited on right. the, on the pole it's dude it's so it's it seems so simple that it's stupid John Beeline wasn't getting five stars. No. John Beeline was getting what he needed. Until he got to Michigan. Well, even there, the teams had. If Michigan lost Trey Burke, guess what they had coming in? A scoring point guard who could replace him and plug and play. That's the thing. It it goes to you get what you need and you get what you feel. Look at Duke had fucking five, five, five stars starting this year, and they're one of the worst fucking teams in America. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't say that they were. Oh, they in were. America? They, they were, were awful. You know they weren't what I good. Mean. They were. I mean, they were middle of the ACC. But I agree with you. That's no excuse. With the talent they have, they should not be a middle of the pack ACC yeah, team. The ACC. That's a probably the worst failure. conference in in basketball. ACC, SEC, probably two of the worst in basketball this year. And in out of be, the Power Five. Yeah, to be middle of the road in either of those is unacceptable. It's not so good. for Kentucky, unacceptable for Cal to have the level of recruits he has and be that fucking bad. I don't care that they're all freshmen. Right. You get them because they're that and your fans expect to win. If you look at Calipari overall, I think I forget who it was was talking the other day. If you look at him overall, what he's paid and what he turns in he hasn't. It it's worth, not right. It ain't worth the money. The Until the last, the, the investment and the return isn't isn't balanced right, enough. Right, but he, the last three or four years, you're right. He has not had very good teams. 
un- until he had the team in 2015 that was undefeated in the final four right after that i don't they haven't been that great no um i i just if west virginia wants to advance in the tournament we have to play better defense it's that simple the defense was not there it it wasn't there all year it got worse over the course of the season and that's why we lost to a mediocre syracuse team well, and it goes back to like when we talked about DC line, you know, getting on uh, Kate Cunningham on that switch. That goes back to you need to know when to switch and when not to switch. And they were getting, I mean, you were getting the same matchup. You were getting a, a lesser defender for the most part. You know, there were plenty of times against Syracuse that, you know, McNeil was in Buddy Bayham's face. He just shot and over. he just shot over yeah. him and, and made it. I mean, nothing you can do about that. But when you're not getting a hand in his face, when you're not putting forth the effort of going after him, yeah, then my, he's going to nail you. My beef with, and I don't like to single guys out on this show. That's not what we try to do. But Matthews just didn't guard him. No. What fucking planet are you on, man? That guy's shooting like 55, I don't know what it was. He dropped, How many did he drop in the first game against San Diego State? Like 35. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's going crazy. You, That's one guy you don't lose. Right. That's, going in, you just circle it and say, leave anyone else open, you don't leave you know him what? open. He did it all year. Right. And we got guys on our team that lose their man, and that's why we were home <clears throat> after the second round. You don't change. That's the thing. We talked about it last year, like, oh, the light's going to come on. You know, we're finally playing well. Like, no, you are what you are. We we lost guys all year. And until we figure – I don't know what we have to do. We might have to adjust how we play defense. Cause might this have in to bring the fa- press back. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, this in-your-face half-court D that we try to play when we're trapping, God knows why we do that. I well, have no and, idea. It's, and what's disappointing is you watch a team like Houston that has a, a tremendous – Half court defense mm-hmm. that we could do with effort, you know. But I guess it comes back to that's the word right there, effort. I, I mean, I was going to anyway, say watch, watch Culver loaf back after hedging on a screen. Either way, it works out. We got beat. It's over. So now you're dealing with what could be a mass exodus. Yeah, that's going to be across the board in college basketball. Duke's the, lost two or three guys already. Well, Jermaine Brakefield. Yeah, Kentucky's portal, losing two or three guys. That portal needs to be shut down it's it's, it's reality not just, man it's not just a west virginia thing it's a all across the board thing you it's almost like some of these guys it's not even that you're unhappy or anything it's like it's the cool thing to do to make right. your little letter and post it to social media to get all these comments i can get my name out yeah and it's like uh you know i think it was you that told me somebody put under matthews yo good luck i'm sure you'll dominate at fairmont state I didn't, I didn't. It's like, okay, you're putting that out, and you're the same guys talking about receiving all this hate mail and these, these threats after you lose. Well, you put something out that says you're leaving, and you talk about how how great your time here is and how great the fans are, and thank you, and always a mountaineer. Well, if, that, if it's that great, why are you leaving? And then there, you know damn well that there's going to be somebody who's going to say, oh, good for you, Jordan. You won't be missed. You did nothing right. in your years here. You, right. You've gotten re- progressively worse and have fun at Kakawana, 
junior college in Wisconsin uh, being the ball boy for your sister's team or well, some and, shit and, like that. Like, and that's you know the I bad mean? part because behind you know social media is ruling this country. You know, but that's a whole that's a whole different ball game. People hide behind their post and hide behind their computer and will talk shit. You know, so you're really going to get it. When you're not wanting, you know, when you're wanting the good attention, you're really going to get it from these guys sitting there saying, "Yeah, I'll give it to you. What have you done? See you later, pal." Yeah, you're not going to get anybody who's going to say that shit to you and say it to your face. Yeah, I, and I, think, I'm not excusing what people did after our loss. No, going no, no, after no, no, like no, that no, is no, no, no. it's terrible. But that's the way Twitter is now. It's a sewer, right? You know, you lose a game and you go on there and people talk shit to you. That's part of the deal. You also go on there and post something after a win. Yeah. You get 10,000 likes and 50 retweets and that, you know, you get that attention. I I, Very unpopular opinion coming here. I think that Brown and Huggins should, once the season starts, shut them down. Lock it down? Yep. Well, isn't there a cut? Yeah, you can. You can kill it. I I don't see how you do that. I really don't. I mean, you well, can. You're either in or you're out. Is I'm, it more important for you to post your pictures and go live on Instagram playing Call of Duty, or are you hearing about this about this job and this mission that you've been recruited for of trying to make it to the tournament and win a national title? I mean, think about What's it. What's more mean, important to you? You know who's not on social media very much on our basketball team? Gabe. Deuce. Deuce. Yeah, why would he be? I don't know. He's doing other shit. He's yeah. trying to perfect his craft. That that it was something funny. They were making fun of him on Twitter for not being good at video games. Like Sherman. And I, you know what, man, they're college kids. Okay, fine. Play I play video games. We all did, right? Yeah. But the reason he sucks at video games cuz he's better than you on the floor cuz he, he was studying you. for class and like the scouting report. Yeah. yeah, and he was out shooting. And, and out. then he scores what? What do you have against Moorhead? 30? I yeah. think so. 30, 32. He's putting up Rod Thorne, Jerry West type numbers. And you're getting burnt to the baseline. So go zero ping and call a duty win and hop on the helicopter and do all that bullshit you do. But realize the only reason you're getting wins is because that guy's putting in extra effort. And there are Deuce McBrides on every team that are not yeah. all about that shit. Right. They're all about dude, winning. like I said – when I texted you guys midweek when they got into Indianapolis, I said, we're going home early. I said... You said we're not getting out of the first weekend. They, they've already... They're already... I have I have no Wi-Fi. The food's awful. That was make such it, a bad make, look. Make it to the tournament, and they lock you down in a hotel, and then he immediately puts an apology out. I just don't want to be canceled. There's your problem. There's a... A pandemic going on, and they're crying about hotel room service food. Yeah, you know, I mean the reason why wasn't, you know who wasn't crying about it, who? Deuce Bayheim. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what he was doing? Getting lighting up. fucking people up, and then he lit you up and made you look a fool and sent you packing. Well, here's and the thing: you, you know, want to take shit out on everybody else and talk about how mean the fans are to you. You put that on yourself when you put yourself when you put it out there. You're miserable being there. You don't want to be there. Send me home. My internet doesn't work. My phone doesn't work. My PlayStation doesn't work. You ain't there to do that. You got a scholarship to play fucking basketball. You're there. That's a business trip. That's what that and until you find twelve guys that look at that like it's a business trip, you're getting sent home all the time. You think Gonzaga's up there with the idea that they brought their fucking Playstations with them? Nah. 
It's a business trip for them. It's a business trip for Baylor. It's a business trip for those guys. They're 12 fucking killers who you're going to put on the floor, and they're going to beat you, and they're going to do everything in their power to beat you. And if you beat them, it ain't going to be because lack of effort. Right. We get beat because lack of effort. Right. Defense. Yeah. Right. So until he finds 12 guys that are with that mission and with the idea that this is a business trip, this isn't fun – yeah, it's going to be fun to look back at those memories, but in the moment, you're a businessman. This is what you were bought here to do. Go get the job done. I don't give a shit if your Wi-Fi doesn't work. Leave your phone at home. Who are you talking to? You're here for a week to play two games in advance. Didn't even make it a week, bro. And then get back right. on your phone after and let people know Yeah, you're handling I- fucking business. They don't do it that way. Dude, social media has ruined the world. Absolutely. And the transfer fucking portal may as well be social media too because that's all these kids enter it for. Trey Dooms, guess where he's at? Back in the fucking portal. Yep. Couldn't mm-hmm. hack it. Tra- Trey, Trey Dooms, Dooms came in with McCabe and Matthews. Transferred out. Super fucking athletic kid from Florida. Yep. Went he's to back UTC. In the I totally forgot back about in, him. Back in the portal. What, that's two days Teddy ago. Buckets drops 40 at Nebraska. Back, back in, in the, the portal. portal. Back in the portal. Back in what, the fucking portal. This is about portal. number four for him, isn't it? Yeah, and the bad part is yeah. with Teddy Buckets, I mean, he had a attitude problem, and that's why Hugs said, he's, well, he's got dad, some issues. And his dad had came at one after Hugs too. He so. has he has some legitimate issues, I do believe. But, yeah. Yeah. But I kind of feel everybody's sorry back in the fucking portal. The portal has become something that it's cool to post on I social media that you're in it. At this time last year, there was like 450 kids transferring. Guess what it is right now? Quite a thousand. It's like 850. So yeah. almost it's a doubled. It's stupid, dude. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm with you, man. One-year deal because the pandemic. I get it. Fine. If this continues, it's going to ruin the sport. And here's the other thing. Okay, let's say that payments are as rampant as what – people say they are in collegiate sports and you paid a monster bag for Breakfield. He's leaving. You getting that money back? No. Nope. It's like, there's a story about the kid that went to Georgia, the number one pick. Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Anthony Edwards gets, supposedly, receives a handsome uh, reward for coming to Georgia. They show up for practice on the first day. He's in sweats. Coach says, what are you doing? He goes, I don't practice. I practice when I want to. Yep. He goes, yeah, man, I'm here, but I I only practice when I want to, so I'm not practicing today. I'm just going to hang out and get some shots up. (laughs) Coach said, not for me. Coach coach supposedly his reaction was I had no idea that was part of the deal. I don't want guys like that. He said, yeah, well, you know, this is what I was told, so here I am. I'm going to practice when I want, and I don't want to today. Hmm. Well, I mean, dude, I guarantee we get some transfers. Well, I'm, I'm thinking. Hopefully fucking Cottrell. Dude, the portal also allows recruiting during the year. Yeah. That's so awful. hopefully Cottrell's been recruiting Breakfield all fucking year because I think we were in Breakfield's top five. We were. He committed to – he. we were in there and then Duke offered him and he immediately committed from what I remember. Right? Yeah. 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 
but he he's a he's a big boy. He can shoot. He can handle the rock. Uh, it'd be great to get him. We got the two kids that we've recruited coming in. I think they're both from Ohio. Yeah. Two guards. The two, yeah. yeah. Supposed to be really good. Maybe that played a role in Matthews leaving. Look, McCabe leaving. Dude, I get it. You're not going to you're not, you're get not your minutes. Your minutes are getting cut anyway. You, you got one year left. And let's be honest with about him. His future is not in basketball. He is going to do something. He's been with that overtime media situation since he was in high school. He does his podcast. He does a YouTube channel. He's got connections to the NBA and and guys like that. His future is in something along the lines of of, of social media, media, media or, type or stuff, something. Yeah. But it's not basketball. That's not to say he's you not mean a good professional player. basketball, right? Correct. He's not going to play professional no. basketball. Well, and he now, knows and it. I, I also, I also feel that uh, at times he wasn't given a fair just do here. He was coached a little bit different. I don't agree with that. Uh, he started many, all last year. How many times did you see um, Taz throw the ball away this year and stay on the floor? He eh. How many times? Taz wasn't the point guard, though. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, yes, it does. McCabe throws the ball away. He's immediately yanked. There's no second chance. Taz throws the ball away. Taz does play point sometimes. No, he didn't. Stop it. You know no, goddamn he well didn't. he brings the ball up the floor sometimes. I'm Just talking about bringing Emmett the ball. Matthews brought the ball up the floor sometimes. Bringing the ball up the floor and starting the offense. He throws the ball away, and he turned. He, oh, he, he, had, he had a two- or three-minute sequence against Syracuse. He had, what, four turnovers? Did he get benched? Nope, he never I got. I think he did. Not, nope. not, not, not immediately. Right but, got, it, but when my McCabe personal did opinion, McCabe was coached a little bit differently on a much shorter lease than what others were. But good for him to leave. I fault none of them for doing what they feel is right. Hopefully Emmett lands somewhere where he flourishes and becomes a star and maybe maybe they build an offense around him or something that he's a little more involved in and he, he picks it up. Hopefully he hey, goes somewhere and dominates. Absolutely. I like I mean, the kid. I Nothing bad to say about no, him. No, he's fine. I like the kid McCabe. I liked him when he came in. I liked both of those guys when we signed him. Still like him. Still wish him the best. Hopefully McCabe lands somewhere. He can Just go in and start and play. Just wish they played out for us. Yeah, and then uh, McNeil. Come on, dude. I think he's, he's just going. He's getting evaluated. Like, that's fine like to test it, but, but like. I think McNeil also knows that really. I mean, this is his last shot. Let's see. Let let me get evaluated. Let me see what you got to say. But you know what they're going to say. G, not even a G League. He's an overseer. He's not. He, he, to to be what he is in the NBA, he's got to be a lot more consistent firing than what he what he shows. Well, and that's what they were just talking about Steph, on ESPN Radio. Clay, Reddick, Seth Curry. These are guys I'm just thinking of off the top of my dome that I can give you who aren't super – well, two are superstars, the other are hangers-on who have made really nice careers for themselves as guys who can just fill it up. But you have to be able to – if you're giving the ball ten times on the wing and you're open in the NBA – got to make eight of them. You better make eight or nine of them. Well, they, And they were just talking about it on ESPN Radio for on the way him, up here. For him to be – Someone who's in the league making, and they're money. talking. They're talking, Buddy Bayham. They said he's got two more years. He keeps. Oh, I didn't know that. He keeps doing what he's doing for the next two years. He will get drafted because of his percentage as a shooter. Consistent because of consistency. What did McNeil finish up at from behind the arc? I think he's thirty-eight. Per, I thought he was thirty-eight percent. Forty. I I think he gets a shot at the NBA. He might get a shot, but he's got to come back next year and do oh, it. Definitely, definitely. Do he'll it more probably, consistent. He'll probably, he'll probably get a shot. 
Um, but he's going to have to be a lot more knocked down than what he is. And now, when he were... gets hot, hey, some of the funnest shit in the world to watch is when he's firing from 42 feet, draining it, like and, and against Q's. hitting you mm-hmm. with the shit going yeah. down the floor. And I'll admit, my view on him is only slightly correct. I gave him a lot of shit towards the beginning of the year, but he proved me wrong towards the end. He really came on strong. Yeah, yeah, he struggled a little bit at the beginning. And of the year, I would love, he, to, I would love to have him back, and I'm fine with him getting his evaluation. But I don't think that this is the end of the road. No, for him. no, he'll be no, back. No, no. I, I like, um, I like Deuce McNeil Bridges coming back. Doubt Sherman comes back. Don't think that's going to happen. But those are three guys who can score, and you can build an offense around. What you need after that, you need a big guy who can screen and rebound and manufacture offense that way. I don't necessarily think you need a guy on the block who gets, what, 15 shots a game? Yeah. Like Culver. I think – I don't know what Culver's going to do, but if we want to be really good next year, he's going to have to change his game a little bit. He's got to pass Does more. Does he come back? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I get the impression from his body language and everything just through a tournament that he's mentally checked out. If he's checked out – Wild card. I yeah. think other teams saw him on film and said, if we double-team this guy... He's still going to try to take it. He's going to try to take it. He doesn't put the ball on the floor well. If if we get after him on a double-team, we will rattle him, and he's well, going to struggle. And, and, and that's, was, that's what happened. I was talking about this last night with an old coach of mine. The, the thing with Derek, too, is he thinks a little bit of contact... He's going to get that call. Like if Deuce went in and got the same contact, Deuce is going to get that call. Culver's a big guy. The college basketball in general has proven that the big guys they let with, let him get the right. You're going to get banged around. It's wrong, but it's the way it is. So you're not, you know, quit flailing your arms and looking for a call because that you know you get your Doug Sermons, your Teddy Valentines, that type of stuff, and you're throwing your hands up at him. Well, guess what? You can get murdered the mm-hmm. next time down there, and they're really not going to call it. They're not going to give you. You've shit. got. You've just got to get it out of your head and let hugs get in their ear and get the call. Yeah, you're not getting calls when you're that big. You're not getting calls. Um, I say we wrap this up though. Uh, give a grade for the the season overall. B plus. I was going to say I was just going to give us a B B minus. I was thinking would, a B. Yeah. So some really good wins. Didn't really get blown out. Um but man did not capitalize on some opportunities. We had a lot of opportunities opportunities this year and did not. Well, yeah, I think them. I think they did say that we were we had we were the second most comebacks. Oh. And 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 four or three of our comebacks, we were down 19. Two. Two, yeah, okay. two, two. The that's sad incredible. part. The sad part about this season ending is that's the best draw we've had in an NCAA tournament ever, as far as who you have to beat to get to the promised land. Right, there was no blue blood, right? And it right. just seemed like it went from like it's like you're excited, and then you see what they're doing when they get there. Some of them, and it's like, oh, we're not getting out of the first weekend. They're not there mentally. Yeah, it was like they. You know, they the red flag checked. for that should have been when we lost Oklahoma State at home when they didn't have uh, likely in K. Cunningham. Yeah, 
we just let that who was the other guard but, but see with that with that I'll take that was Anderson who lit us right. for about 32 or whatever but with that I take that to that team they've always played down to the level of what they what they're <clears throat> standing across from so when you find out those two are out then it's like okay um your your game does the end of that game we could have won that game but guess oh, yeah. what couldn't get any stops couldn't get a stop when it mattered think back to the Texas game the Florida loss, the Texas game at home, the Florida loss, couldn't get stops down the stretch. And that that's how you win in March. You know, you can shoot, make a million three-pointers, but at some point that's going to dry up and you're going to have a game where you absolutely have to get stops down the stretch. Well, and that's until what, I mean, we do that, you're going to be home. I said going in the tournament that our ceiling was Elite Eight because you could maybe get away with lack of defense up until then. It just bit us early. You can't. I. You just that the old adage is that defense wins championships, and I think we learned that the hard way this year. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll get in some football news. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! Boogie's driving range and barbecue. Driving range and barbecue. A natural grass driving range located in Tornado. West Virginia, beside Big Ben Golf Course. Open seven days a week with Golf Ball Dispenser. Boogie's offers a great barbecue menu with delicious items right off the wood fire grill, fresh every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We also have a newly remodeled clubhouse with bar and a large patio to enjoy the peaceful mountain air. Open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday, and 11 to 9 p.m. on Sunday. Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler, we were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring. Out the window at the darkness To boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces Knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice so I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold up Know when to fold up 
Welcome back to Section 34 Podcast. And, uh, and I know we've had a lot of people reach out, just so you all know. Crumbs off Suicide Watch. He's fine. He's accepted the fact that his uh, boyfriend, I mean, favorite player, I mean, Taiki, is... Uh, he gone. Yeah, no longer with he the gone. team. Interesting. It sounds though. mutual, though. Yeah, I was gonna say. Listen, listen to Brown's comments. It was kind of, it was kind of like, look, it it wasn't a surprise to them. They knew it was coming. It was a discussion that happened, and it was like, see you later, fella. Good luck. Bye. What happened? I don't know. This thing went south at the bowl game, from what I've heard. That's, I mean, that's what I've heard too, but haven't heard exactly what. You know what? I'll, I got two comments. One, great player. Highly productive on defense. Uh, he, he, it's a huge blow. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it's. A, I mean, it's a blow. But that being said, he's a safety. This isn't losing a quarterback, a great quarterback, or like a great left tackle. I think you can plug people in and kind of withstand the blow of him leaving. I, I think part of his production was due to our defense, yeah, our system. So. Maybe he feels it's best for him to leave. I don't know. Do I think we can plug someone in and they can be productive? Yeah. Maybe not as productive as Tyke, but do they have to be? Who knows? That being said, for Neil Brown, letting a guy who was a All-American leave this way, I, I just I want to know what's going on. Like, yeah, me too. But, I mean, Brown's comments was also interesting because I asked him about it and he said that you know, like we were just doing bitching about the portal. He said, this is this is where I could gripe about this portal and mm-hmm. everything else. He said, I'm not going to. We get compensated very well, and we have to figure this out. So, I mean. Who knows? I'm sure there are outside forces in his ear telling him to leave, that you're better off making the NFL at a power school. I think that's what happened with um, Sean Miller. Maybe. you If you go to the SEC and produce, you're going to be a higher draft. Whatever. That's That's fine. I tend to bet on the knowledge of a guy who is a coach in what they know versus hangers on or whatever. Anyway, that being said, I mean, if a guy thinks he's bigger than the team, then he needs to leave because no one's bigger than the program. Right. And that's going to, I mean, that's going to eventually drive your program down. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know a lot of people are thinking the sky is falling with Brown, this, that, and the other. And, and I tell you what though. Go, I'm sorry. Didn't mean well, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not to that point. I think that, you know, with Brown, it's it, it's a culture first, and then the pro, you know, and then building a full successful program. You've got to get your guys in there to buy into what you're preaching. Once they buy into what you're doing, the program flourishes that way. So you know, if if you don't want to be here, then you don't want to be here. Go ahead, right? Bye. Yeah. You know, totally. again, the whole transfer thing and just saying, you know, because from what I heard when he entered, he didn't tell anyone. And I think that's where this communication is with this portal as a whole, another blow up. I don't think the school has the right to say we own you. You can't go somewhere else. You can't. But I think that, you know, if I quit my job tomorrow, I've got to walk in and explain to my higher ups that I'm leaving. You know, they can't stop me from leaving. But, you know, I attribute that to the real world. 
these these players being able to leave, you should at least have to go in and say, hey, here's the deal. Here's here's what I'm doing. You know, I'm leaving. And I think the only thing that they should be allowed to block, just like Lincoln Riley right now, getting a lot of shit for it, blocking interconference. You shouldn't be allowed to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lincoln Riley, of all people, who's his best player ever? Transfer. From? Uh, where was? Texas from? Tech? No, no. Baker. Maker, or yeah, Baker, Murray, and uh, Jalen Hurts. Well, Baker oh. was from Texas Tech. Okay, was Baker better than Jalen Hurts? Yes. Is he better than Murray? I don't know. He played three years. Murray only played one. <clears throat> They're both really damn good. But I tell you what, Brown, this hurts more. This is going to hurt the perception of the program. Oh, uh, yeah. And who do we open up with? It's Tech, isn't it? No, no, Maryland. Maryland. Okay, who's our third game? Tech. Tech. You start losing those games. I think he built up some momentum at the end of the year, though. I don't think we particularly particularly played well down the stretch. Yeah. You lose those two games. I, I tell you what, Mountaineer fans everywhere. Which two games do you want to win the most this year? Tech and Maryland, Maryland and Tech. Are you implying that in his third year you're going to start turning on him because people will yes. players are mass exodus? Then you're part of the problem. I'm not. I'm not saying I am. I'm just telling you perception wise. That's a big part of the problem, and that's why there is no loyalty in the game anymore. Because people, you you land the one of the hottest coaches in collegiate football, and people are tearing him down after year two. And then you're going to pile onto him in year three because he had some players who wanted to get some attention on social media, and you wait until the first day of camp to enter the portal. Right, he could have left at any could time, have left and he in waited, December, dude. He waited for the beginning of spring, the day of. It's all here's spring. the thing, man. I think you don't want to think it's all that calculated on on the kids' part, but it is. When am I going to get the most headlines to walk away? I'm going to wait until first, the first day of spring day of camp, and I'm going to walk away. I'm going to be the story, not the first day of camp. I'll show you I'm bigger than the team. Team open camp. You ain't talking about the team. You're talking about me. And who, what are the reporters saying? What's Where's the deal Ty with Tykey? Where's yeah, Tykey? Tykey's leaving. Yeah. It's not, hey, how was your first day of camp? <clears throat> and that's why Brown started off his presser before anyone asked a single question. He talked about how it is to how good it is to be back there, the energy from these kids, and how he's how he's liking what he's seeing already coming in. So, you know, before I've let you get your story out and not talk about why we're really starting today. Oh, he's good with the media. Yes. I I don't know if there's too many guys better. He's very good with the media. If you're going to crush this guy after year three, just watch from home. Watch from afar. Just don't even show up. Just don't even just watch. Don't, if it's... I'm just telling you, if we go five and seven with losses to Maryland and VT, it's going to start. I don't agree with it. I think with what Neil Brown is trying to do, if we play the long game, Rome wasn't built in a day. Absolutely, it's true. It's well, true. I mean, what? And and for people who will say, well, you guys sit in there and take shots at. I take shots at effort and and play and what shortcomings of what people are perceived to be as far as your performance on the field in three years you cannot fill the cupboard and make your team a juggernaut 
how many coaches have went into a place that was left as bare as what he walked into with Dana's fucking transfer portal leftovers and the lack of recruiting that Dana did. How many people can walk in and make that hole in three years? I think for the time he's been here, he's been successful. He's pieced it together very, very well. And I look forward to, as we continue to land big-time recruits, and you see him landing four stars and upper three star guys. I mean, I'm not saying we're cracking five star shit, but you see him landing these guys that are that are bigger, bigger name and bigger value. I look forward to seeing where he takes it to. And if you're going to kill him after year three, maybe take you a couple years off. Go root for Alabama, yeah, Georgia, I mean, or it's like Patriots fans, man. Like Patriots fans want to bitch and complain about having such a bad year this year and. You know, yeah, Brady went to Tampa and did it. So Brady obviously wasn't just a system guy, but Patriots fans, you've been on top for like a fucking a decade. That too. Yeah, I mean, there's there's kids who are in junior high and high school who know nothing else but New England being dominant. Yeah, it's true. Give they me a break. I don't feel bad day. for you. It's like me being a Yankees fan. You can't feel bad for me that they're not great or they're not winning trophies. They've right. got 27 of them. They had one of the – arguably one of the – greatest and most respected players ever on their team and then they had a guy who's the first ever unanimous hall of fame selection as the nastiest fucking closer of all time you, right. you've got to watch some Wait, greatness he was unanimous mo was yes yeah. jeter missed being unanimous by so one vote babe ruth <laughs> was not unanimous no uh, ty cobb mo is the hank first, aaron that's mo is the first it's like curry being the only unanimous mvp in nba history are you it makes, fucking kidding it makes no MJ? sense but it is what it That's is. That's another it's podcast. Like Jeter, Jeter was one vote away from being unanimous, but it's like you can't feel bad for people who are fans of those teams because you've won, and you've won for so long. So yeah, it's like try if being you, a pirate fan. It's like if you expect me to feel bad for for Duke or like you know, are people going to storm the gates on Calipari? Because if you're basing things off of what you're doing in like a quick stretch like that, Calipari might be one of the worst coaches in college basketball because Kentucky has been absolute dog shit for what they're getting recruiting-wise. Help is on the way for them, though. And I just – yeah, They've like. got the best small forward in the transfer portal coming in. Uh, oh? Yeah. Uh, well, that's right. He is moving to three. I suspect he'll <laughs> shed 35, 40 pounds and pick up handles in the offseason working with the professor from the N1 mixtape tour. <laughs> I saw the professor – he went in I, – I have no clue how I ended up on this. On it pops up all the time. He went to a prison and – Yeah, yeah, balls out on people. Yeah. He dresses like Spider-Man and shows up at, like, Long Beach and tools people too. But, <laughs> but no, man, back to what I'm saying. Like, if you're one of those people who's going to tear him down, if they have a, a mediocre or less than year than what you think they should have, uh, just, okay, be unhappy with it, but are you, be unhappy with it elsewhere. Are you ready to ride Daggy all year? I don't think we're going to. I don't think. I we're think going you to. need to prepare yourself for that. I don't no. know. I, I. It's. It's going to be a fun spring. That crowd. That's guy, the that biggest Crowder question kid, mark. That Crowder kid's a pretty, pretty uh, operational. He looks. He looks like a. He looks like a quarterback. Yes, he does. He's. He's tall. He's big. He's tall. He's a presence. In he's the got pocket. some legs too, doesn't we'll, he? Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll see. You know, I mean, and then I, I mean, you've got then you got Green. I mean, see it what seems like do. it seems like the players from Santa things when when he's on the field, the players are rallying around him. So, uh, the going into this spring, you know, like everything else, the the quarterback position was a big question mark, and it was it's one that everyone's been 
been circled and, and wanting to listen to and wanting to ask about. And Brown has said that we don't come in with a depth chart in the spring. It's kind of uh, coach speak, but I was going to say, and that, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. But I do believe that with Brown, no one spot is safe. But I think you do go in saying, you know, Jarrett Daggy was my number was my starter. I mean, you, you can't you can't go in and say, hey, it's a clean slate. I'm putting up a empty depth chart and going you know that what, way. Though, Yost, I don't necessarily agree with that because I think Jared Daigie got put on notice in the second half of that bowl game. When he got yanked. Like, this ain't your job. You're not the – who's that? That guy will that. be a game changer. Oh, we need all the help we can get at that position. That guy is going to be a monster. Caden Prather? That would be Caden yes. Prather. And if you He's look at him right animal. there in that picture, and then you look at him – before he shown on campus, he put on, he packed it on. He Did has he, been in the gym. He's a big fucking boy. Brown said that's just um, a year difference in in a college strength program. Well, he he's a true freshman though. Yes, he arrived in like yes. yeah, but he came in he came in January, right? Right. Yeah. So that and I'm just that's what I'm saying. In that short time, that's a difference from that they took him from high school to a collegiate strength program of someone that's constantly on his diet, yeah, on his yeah. on his lifting. There's your three receivers, S. Dale, Bryce Wheaton, and They and said Prater. Wheaton looks good. They said he's gotten faster. Well, as long as uh, he need, if, if 13 could find hands or they could find some stick to stick to them hands, our receiving, our receiving crew. I need uh, to see it on the field, good. man. All three of us last summer were like, we can't wait to see the receivers. They're going right. to be great. And what happened? They were not very good. The well, whole they year. were great, great at dropping them. Winston Wright is also a monster now. Is he? Huge. I haven't seen that picture. Huge. That dude is going to be a superstar. Look, hey, hey, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Let's see what they do. I've seen when what the he game does. starts. I've seen what he does. He he's had. His freshman year and last year, he, guys he had have a very big major years. chip on their shoulder after how they performed last year. Look, I mean, let's just say how it is. For every, you know, Tykee Smith, there's three or four other players here that are buying into what what Brown and the staff saying. Well, we all, yeah. So, if you, you don't know, want to be here, leave. Right. Don't just leave. I don't care how good you are. It it breaks my heart. Everyone knows who listens to the show. Doesn't break mine. I don't have to hear about that bullshit. <laughs> now, I'll find another guy. I'm sure you will. Jackie Matthews is back there. Look him up. You know, you know who's coming back this year? Who played so, a lot as a freshman and graded out pretty Kerry well? Martin. Kerry Martin. Let's see what he can do. He didn't leave. He didn't quit. Nah, he just led to some controversies that were... Redeem yourself, man. I think he can. Let's see what he can do. I'm excited to see Zoe die. Yeah, that was a big – him coming back was a big addition. Here we gripe about the transfer portal, but in my opinion, the best recruit and most important player we got was Doug Nestor. Yeah. The sure up – I mean, our offensive line was, was <laughs> shaky last year. There's a guy who was a all ACC as a freshman or freshman, whatever. Yeah, you're getting Nestor and, and now I would, Frazier after – yeah, I would After argue. A year. Um, I would have traded Nestor for Tyke. I'm. We need 
more help on the O line than we do in the defensive backfield. The portal is it. the portal is stupid. Whether it works for you, whether it works against you, it, I mean, it does both for everybody. But it's stupid because you go through you go through all that with your recruiting trips and your you know your open recruiting and everything. And it's like guys are now. It's just I think a lot of people do it because it's the cool thing to do. And I'm just you, interested where Tyke's going to land. Temple. Who knows? See, there was there was I'm one talk. Penn State. Well, there was one talk that he was going to go down to Georgia with Jamal. Yeah, he probably won't play. That's what I was thinking. I mean. That's a possibility. But that's a risk you take. Yeah. I mean, transferring out. I mean, yeah, especially when you're a starter and transferring out. You're an All-American in the Big 12. Well, you're going to be in the SEC. Who knows? We'll find out. Because the SEC supposedly got all them dogs on defense, right? Yeah. Well, we proved that. So, let's see what you are. Good luck, buddy. If you don't want to be there, don't be there. Who was Who was behind? But stop writing these fucking letters. <laughs> yes. Stop. No You're one leaving. cares. You're leaving. No it's one cares. It's not good memories for you. It's not fun times. It's not thank you to the fans. You left. You don't want to be there. You're not a Mountaineer forever. You left. Stop it. Left Stop your it. boys. Just say you're done. It's been fun. This isn't for me. It's over. I'm How about you just leave? It's not. No, nah, you don't get the. You don't get the hearts, the likes, the dislikes, the love, the hate. It's all about social media, man. Who was Tyke's backup? How many followers you got? Who filled in for him in the bowl game? I think it was that dude from Arizona. Scotty Young, I think he made. Yeah, I think you're right. Was it? He played well against Army. Now <clears throat> Army, you know, all they're going to do is run the ball. Triple O. Look, I'm He's excited gone, man. for football season. They're letting the crowd back in. You can tailgate, hopefully. Well, let's let's talk about one thing. Did you all get to watch Stills Pro Day? No. Oh man, I'm sure he tore it up though. He's oh. been in Florida training for like a month. Yeah, he he slimmed down, bulked up. And just had big fella had a day. What's he uh, projected to be drafted? I think they said second, third. Hmm. Okay. So New York Football Giants. Yeah. I was thinking uh, there was one of them that he was going either to the Giants or the Jets. I hope he doesn't go to the Jets. Yeah, the Jets suck dick. I hope he goes to Pittsburgh. Not that the Giants are much better, <laughs> but at least they got Saquon. And well, their quarterback situation is still ass. But uh, look, they still tried to Danny Dimes. Yeah. Thought he was gonna save the world, Don't save the it. franchise. No, nah, they traded a lot of shit like he was, but probably could have got him in the second round. <laughs> I don't but, know. I, I can't wait to see Stills play in the NFL. I think I was thinking more like fourth or fifth round, just because he's a little undersized. But um, well, I could be wrong on that projection. Yeah, I, I mean his his motor is why he's gonna play. In the, the draft NFL. is live this year. Fans are allowed to attend. Are they? And that's. April 20... UFC is all the way live in Jacksonville next month. Yes. Sold out. Sold out. Biggest gate in arena history. Arena, uh, not UFC history. That's... um, Street Jesus. Yeah. Game bread. That's going to be a good fight. Versus Usman. Good fight last night. Yeah, I missed it. Let's give out some beers of the year for basketball. Uh, There's nobody else to give one out to. I'm going to go ahead and do it now. Let's just finish this right now. It's... Deuce McBride. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, he's going to go McNeil. He will. No, no, Deuce. <laughs> he wasn't. He was the best Until we caught him out. Until we caught him out, he was, he was no, going to McNeil. Ken no. Palm said Sean McNeil 
was yeah. no Ken Palm would probably say Deuce. Yeah. Deuce led the league in assist to turnover ratio. Deuce Look, a beast. Deuce is a beast. I'm looking forward to you know to <clears> seeing the, so another much better in the off season. Twisted his hair up like O Dog. I saw that. Did he? Yeah. You know who O Dog is, right? It's uh no. Menace to society. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> the Wayne's brother, uh Yeah. No, that's, that's what Keddy did. Yeah, that's 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 don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your that's juice in the hood. Yeah, that's a shit movie. Menace to Society is a great movie. But Deuce McBride all around. What's better, Boys in the Hood or Menace? Boys in the Boys Hood. Boys in the Hood. I I love I love the Boys in the Hood. I started watching Snowfall. Movie. Is it good? It's not bad. On it's FX. Snowfall. So on FX, it's supposedly like the story of Freeway uh, Ricky Ross. Yeah. John Hughes. Was it John Hughes or? Who's that? I don't who, know. Whoever the director. It might the be director John who, Hughes. He just passed away not long ago. The guy he, who did Boys in the Hood and everything? I think so. Okay. What's what's that show about though? Snowfall. Freeway Ricky Ross, drug Who's dealer. In Los Angeles? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It's, supposed, it's supposedly loosely based on his like life and how he got started. And I heard it's. I mean, I heard it's was good. Was he the I guy that brought all the blow into L.A.? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You all, you all watch Narcos? I I couldn't get into it. I don't it. fuck with subtitles. Yeah, that's... Ooh. I if hate subtitles. If it I wasn't subtitles... It cuts me off a lot of shit, but I don't watch, I don't watch movies to read. See, Narcos is 50-50. You yeah. Have, yeah. I, that's the best show. I tried to watch some show on HBO about the like Italian mob, but it's all subtitled out too. Kremlin or Gremlin or some shit like that. I, I don't know the name of it. It's like the Italian Sopranos, but it's like, yeah, I'm not going to spend 45 minutes and a half reading. Like, I don't want to do that. I kind of like to be able to space and hear and kind of understand what's going on. My attention span's bad. But uh, what do y'all got today? What are you looking at? Give me your picks for today, and then we'll get out of here. Florida State. Florida State just going to upset Michigan. Gonzaga. Yep. USC. Yep. What's the other game? That's where I was just pulling up. Um, Shit, I bet on it. uh, Bama. Yeah. Bama. Probably Bama. That guy's a hell of a – Nate Oates is a hell of a coach. Bama, UCLA. Michigan, Florida Ooh. State. Oh, hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Going hold over up. Mick Cronin? Hold up. Hold up. Okay, here. Let's start here. Gonzaga, Creighton. Gonzaga. Zags. USC, Oregon. USC. Yeah. You like I'll, USC? Nah, right. I like USC. USC's got some NBA guys. Mobley. You watch them any? Michigan. You, know da- you know they hired the dad as the coach? Yeah. They were just, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> well, and they were talking about, I guess they hired Cade Cunningham. Oklahoma hired Cade Cunningham's relative or something uh, to get him. Michigan, Florida State. Florida State. That'll be a good game. And then you've I'm looking got, forward to that one. Then you got UCLA and Bama. I'm taking Bama. Mick Cronin was a under the radar hire. At, that was a good hire for them. He he can coach. Well, he had his run in with whatever you know put him in the news. Who Cronin? Yeah. What happened? You, to him? Don't you remember the taxi ride? No, yeah. that was Andy Kennedy. Huh? I don't think so. Yeah. No, it was uh, Kennedy. You sure? Yeah. They're all hugs guys. I thought it was Mick because they tried yeah. to say he was racist and he's married to No, him. that was Andy Kennedy. Trust me. Uh, all right. Well, I've been but um, before we get out of here, the Texas job. That's stupid to me. Well, did they – I mean, did he choose to leave? I, I think They that, were getting ready to fire him I was think the that rumor. Was mutual, yeah. And so that's why I said he pulled a Jimbo and said, oh, you're not going to fire me. I'm going to take this job at Marquette. He's, How, he's from Wisconsin too. Yes, How he is. How do you – 
They haven't been good since KD. They won the they won the Big Twelve yes, tournament and saying, he gets but fired. I'm saying like, what do you expect? Like, they're you're supposed to be a football school. You had hold on. You know who I saw? There are three candidates right now that they want to go after. Chris Beard's number one. Chris Beard. Did you know before we went any further? Did you know Chris Beard was from Texas? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know he was a Longhorn. He didn't play for the team. He no, went to school he went to there. school there. He was like a manager, right? I didn't. I mean, I didn't know he had any tie to it at all. It's weird to me that he was a manager, didn't play college hoops. Uh, Some Scott best, Drew's the same. The guy for Baylor, he's the same way. Some of your manager. best coaches are guys who were just around it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, the three names I saw were Beard, Mike Boynton at Oklahoma State, and then John Calipari. Cal's not leaving it's like when they hire a football coach they're like Nick Saban Vince Lombardi (laughs) fucking Calipari is not leaving Kentucky unless the bag is leaving Oklahoma State I don't know if Beard would leave though Beard's making like almost 5 million a year look here's the thing going to Texas it's a lose-lose situation you're done I mean imagine his expectations at Texas Tech Versus what they would be on. Oh, he's Texas. a king there. So and why he's, leave? He's well compensated too. Exactly. Why leave? Just like when people would talk about Cliff Kingsbury leaving Texas Tech to, for another college job. Why? They loved you. Why? Then you got the opportunity <clears throat> to go to the pro. Of course, you're going to take that pro chance. I mean, why not? Well, Kingsbury got fired too. <laughs> well, but before then, when they were talking yeah. about, you know, when he was on the high end, right, and his name right. started popping up for other coaching jobs. I like. Um, I like Smart going to Marquette. Go play for him. Job Marquette secure. gets talent. Oh, Look yeah. how many NBA guys. Fucking buckets, and then they had the big boy that beat K- KJ out for a Big East player of the year. Crowder. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne yeah. Wade. I mean, come That's on. That's a good dude. job. That's a That's... Ba- that is a basketball school. They don't have a football team. They have pretty solid tradition. Very high job security for him, yeah. too, I think, because he is a great coach. I was going to say, I, I like him. I'm surprised. I and, and that's why I said whoever's taking this Texas job, he he just won the Big Twelve, you know, won a game in the twenty. Yeah, no, no, they, they lost. They lost. No, that's they right. Lost. I find it also hard to find fire anyone after a year like this where you're in total dismay. Well, they didn't fire him, but yeah, I, I but they were getting ready to, and that's why he jumps. Well, he was going to lose. Shit, they had. That freshman who's going to go to the NBA, they have a couple guys that are out of there. They yeah. might not be very good next year. It's just a weird situation to, to lose your job in a pandemic year because it's like you're in total chaos. You don't know if you're playing one week to the next. You got to take a two to three week hiatus when you test positive. You're bobbled. You get to the tournament. You got to get tested. If you test positive, you lose. And, you know, Oregon is. They and then, got that uh, with Commonwealth, where they advanced through the first round because Commonwealth. Died. It's just really fucked up to try to fire somebody in the middle of a pandemic year. How about Long Kruger retiring? Did you all see that coming? No, I didn't see that coming. I didn't. That's even another that interesting story. job. I I don't mind seeing him leave. Yeah, no, he know. had he had our number. He he might have been the best coach in the league, honestly. I mean, that guy took Florida to the Final Four before Florida was anything. He won everywhere. Billy Donovan is Florida basketball. Right. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But do you remember when they went to the Final Four in 94? Yeah. Like, no one even knew Florida had a basketball team. Man, anymore. if only Brett wouldn't have told on Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> what a franchise they would have had. <laughs> they were runner-up. 
Yeah, but it was never the same. Well, I mean, they lost Mike my, Miller and Harvey. Not for my man Brett, it wasn't for, the same. Yeah. Fucking Billy D. But no, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the spring game. I'm looking forward to football season. Looking forward to the crowd being back. Looking forward to it hopefully being normal. Uh, basketball team. Rough note to end. Still a great season. You're consistently ranked in the top 12. That's that's one of the things I didn't understand with these kids. Like I said, McCabe, I get you transferring. That's fine. You want to play, go play. But for like Matthews, dude, you're on a team that's consistently in the top 15 teams in the country, and you're projected to go to the Final Four. Like, what else do you want? I Playing think for he a Hall got, of Fame coach. And, I think he got told, like, <clears throat> or soon to be Hall of Fame coach at some point. And it could have been. I mean, you know how Bob does. He calls him into his office, sits down, and says, "Look, here's what I've got coming in. I don't see you getting the minutes you're going to get." Okay, but even still, you're basing that. That's like, uh, <laughs> if shit went like that, you know how many fucking all Americans I've anointed before they stepped on campus. I mean, William Crest was one of them. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> Old big I rode hard style. and heavy for that guy, man. I was like, this dude's going to be, and then they get him on campus, fuck with his mechanics, and he never throw. He throws but three passes. His career was done in one play. Yeah. So remember like, that? So it's like, Missouri? how can you, unless you know, I can't I can't see Huggins telling him his minutes are going to get cut unless you know, you know, well, you know. Well, someone. That I, these I saw, guys you got coming in are going to be superstars. I saw a speculation and it was like a tweet that was up for like two minutes and I, somehow I guess no one screenshotted it and I need, I should have. But it said that, Matthew's leaving, Breakfield coming. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? If that's the case, I bid you adieu. And Jermaine Breakfield is a, is a ball game changer. Yes. And him and Cottrell, I don't know if you ever got to watch them at prep together. Oh, my. They were a wrecking crew. That's a couple of towers that can work together. Well, I, I don't think you'll see Cottrell and <laughs> Cottrell, Cottrell, however the hell you say it. He, I don't think you'll see him until the middle of the year next year. That's what it's sounding like right now. You, I mean, that's a serious if, if you get break, tell Cottrell to take his time. <laughs> as long as DC comes back. But there's a lot of people who now they've flipped on DC. They say, I want him gone. Yeah. I don't want him gone. I think he just acts like he's checked out. He's going to have to change his game a little bit for me. He's got to get stronger mentally. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with his game. No. His game. All he has to change with his game is stop putting the ball down so low and immediately oh. looking to score. But as far as as far as him as a player, you got to get a little stronger on defense. He's not the. He does not need to be the focal point of the offense. But anymore. I think his whole downfall is he gets so down on himself so quickly, and then it's just he check, once he's down on himself, he checks. Yeah, I mean, it, it, so like you open a game zero for three, he's checked. Done. Fuck, if he, this game's over. If he opens up three for three, two for three, he's, he's, he's ready to roll. He's getting a double-double before half, if that's the case. I don't know. Again, I look forward to it. Hopefully the Coliseum's open, full go next year. Hopefully Brakefield decides to leave Coach K, come play for a real fucking coach in a real state. We would welcome you in a real conference. Fuck the ACC. However, go ACC today. Florida State over Florida State over Michigan. Yep. And let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's go. Golf's on. I got money. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're on a heater, dude. <laughs> <laughs>